Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. I heard this my whole entire life, whether it was coming from an uncle, it was coming from a friend. They were constantly telling me like, don't be stupid. Almost them thinking or assuming that they knew or that I knew exactly what they were talking about. Now, I knew what stupid was. I knew like, don't be stupid, but I didn't know how to define it. And in today's episode of Unscripted, the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day We are actually going to break down from Proverbs 12 what stupid actually is. See, I didn't know how to avoid it as a kid because I didn't know what it was. I knew not to be stupid. People would call me stupid if I did something. They would say that was stupid. But I was most of the time taken back or I was surprised by it. But again, it was amazing because as I read Proverbs 12 today, the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, this 3,000-year-old wisdom, what God revealed to me today was, son, don't be stupid. But he took the time, the care, and the love to let me know what stupid is. And at the end of the episode today, you're going to get the antidote for stupid. And I wish that I would have got this a lot earlier in life. But I'm glad that I have it now and I get to share it with you. The reason why I started this whole unscripted and the corresponding proverb, corresponding day, is because there were so many people that when I referred to the Bible, or I referred to the word, or I said about Proverbs or anything like that, they said, I don't really read that. It doesn't really connect with me. And so what I wanted to do is be able to break it down. I've been studying this corresponding proverb, corresponding day for the last 30 years. I'm not a Bible scholar, but I have taken the time to be able to ingest it and I wanna share it with you. So let's get this party started. The Wisdom of the Vibe journal is coming out uh, very soon. I actually created a journal because of all this corresponding proverb for the corresponding day. So many people have been asking me, well, how can I apply this? How can I start doing it by myself? Sometimes I get lost in the word. So what we did is we actually took all the proverbs. We created the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day and then created a journal that will ask you uh, where it kind of connected with your heart, what verse did, and then uh, why you think that it connected with you. And then we've got it uh, going where uh, how I can apply it in my life. And it takes you through 31 days or 30 days in the month or 29 sometimes like this month. And it takes you through all of those and you're able to journal yourself. So you're not only becoming the student, but you're actually going to be the instructor of 
the masterclass. So it's so in incredible uh, this way. Let's jump right into Proverbs 12. That's why we're here, the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day. We're going to deal with discipline, prudence, righteousness, diligence, discipline, nobility, and just this, very simple. Don't be stupid. Again, I heard this throughout my life, but I really didn't know how to avoid stupid because I didn't know how to really define it. And God uh, defined it so quickly in verse 1. He says this, he says in verse one of uh, Proverbs 12, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. Whoever hates correction is stupid. Now, where do we get discipline and where do we get knowledge? We get knowledge and discipline from beginning with the fear of God, which leads to the, our wisdom. Our wisdom will lead to, that, lead to that knowledge. The knowledge will then lead us to understanding, understanding to insight, insight to discretion, discretion to Discipline, discipline to strength, and then strength will take us right back to the fear or respect of God. And in verse 1, he says it right off. So let's go to the point number 1. It's just do the right thing. In verse uh, 2 through 3 and verse 5, God says this, watch. Good people attain favor from the Lord, but he condemns those who devise wicked schemes. No one can be established through, uh, through wickedness, but the righteous cannot be uprooted. And then in verse 5, it says, The plans of the righteous are just, but the advice of the wicked is deceitful. Imagine this, just doing the right thing. My buddy uh, Gary told me one day, Gary Spellman, he said, you know, I'll write a book. It'll just be one page. Just say, do the right thing, and then just say, the end. And imagine if we knew what that right thing was. How do we know? By just staying in contact with God because God will give us exactly what we need at the exact right time and he'll give us our daily bread, not yearly. He won't give us to us monthly, but we got to stay in communion with him. How can we do that? By having a, having a conversation with him and guess what? Asking God a lot of questions. Point number two is relationships. Choose the right relationships that come into your life, right? And so in verse four, it says, a wife of noble character, is her husband's crown, but a disgraceful wife is the decay in his bones. It's not just talking about your actual wife or literal wife, although it's saying this, choose wisely, but it's also saying your friends, the people who you value the most. Guys, imagine this. He said, don't be stupid. So number one in don't be stupid is just do the right thing. How do we know how to do the right thing? By staying in contact with God. And doing this daily, lifting ourselves up daily, adding wisdom to it daily. I had a little girl the other day say, I'm 18 years old, I'm having such a challenge because I've been told that I'm horrible my whole entire life by my mom, by other people in my life, but I've come to this place where she works now, which is Style and Grace Hair Salon in, uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada. And she said, I've been there and now for the last six months, people have been telling me that I'm awesome. I said, well, think of this, though. You only got six months of hearing you're awesome. You got 18 years of hearing like you're, you're a piece of garbage. So be careful and feed every single day. Feed this one every single day. And this one, by a little, after a bit of time, will start to be able to war with this one. But sometimes we get information and then we think, okay, we got it one time and we're good. No, God says every single day and watch your relationships. Number three is the care or thought of the future. That's what prudence is. Prudence is a word that I use a lot and I talk about a lot, being prudent. But listen to this, the care or thought of the future, not just about today. Put off immediate gratifications for future glory. Imagine that. My pops would always say to me, like, boy, it's not about what you get right now. It's about setting yourself up for the future. The seeds that you plant, be a 
person who's constantly planting seeds in every single season, and then you'll constantly be reaping a harvest as opposed to just planting at one point, having a harvest, and then having a barren season. Guys, planting seeds, planting seeds. In verse 8, it says, let's go to verse 8. It says, a person is praised according to their prudence, and one with a warped mind is despised. In verse 23, it also talks about prudence. So in verse 23, it says, the prudent keep their knowledge to themselves but a fool's heart blurts out folly. Imagine this. When you get something that's great, keep it close to your cuff. Share it with people who are ready for you to share it with. Number four in not being stupid is talk less and do more. Verse number nine. In verse number nine, it says, better to be a nobody yet have a servant than pretend to be somebody and have no food. Imagine that. Imagine if we just talked less and did more. In verse number nine, it says that exact thing. How do we not be stupid? <laughs> we talk less, we, we uh, do more, and we listen more. We take care or thought of the future. We watch out for our relationships, and we simply do the right thing. Let's move on to the next one. So watch this. It's work your land, right? Work your land. And so what I wrote down in this, in verse 11, it, we go to. So in verse 11, it says... That exact thing. Those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies have no sense. What I wrote down is the podcast, keynote speaking, and the vibe room. The podcast you're actually listening to right now. I speak as far as keynotes for companies, organizations, and conferences all over the world. And then I have the vibe room, which is live version of the podcast. I focus on those things. That's it. I work my land. That's my land. What's yours? There's a lot of times where I see something shiny, though, and I want to go after that thing. So imagine if you just worked your land. My brother tells me this all the time. He's probably listening to it and being like, well, yo, bro, you need to listen to your own advice. That's the reason why I'm doing this study. Proverbs 12, right? It says work your land. And then uh, uh, in point number six, Talking loud and saying nothing. So don't be stupid. Stop talking loud and saying absolutely nothing at all. Less words, more meaning. Not more volume, more meaning, more substance. In verse 13, we go to that and it says, evildoers are trapped by their sinful talk and so the innocent escape trouble. Imagine this. Imagine when you talk loud, you you better around that person who's hyping stuff up and they ain't about nothing. And then you got the guy who says nothing and he's about everything. Big hat, no cattle. Or do you want all the cattle with the little hat? Point number seven is chill. Like you need to take some time and chill. In verse 16, verse 16, it says, fools show their annoyance at once, but the prudent overlook insult. The prudent, again, So just chill. Number eight, watch your mouth. My buddy and I were just talking about this because a lot of times when people use a lot of perversity, and I have done this in the past and I'm not, uh, you know, immune to this, but a lot of times when they use a lot of perversity, they're trying to emphasize certain areas in in the place or they want to emphasize that. And I find that when we study the word and we study wisdom, God will give you words that you can emphasize and bring power, not with the volume of your words, but with the meaning, the impact, and the power behind them. 
So just watch your mouth. In uh, verse 18 and 19, it says, The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Truthful lips endure forever, but the lying tongue lasts only a moment. In verse 22, it says, The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. And in verse 25, it says, Anxiety weighs down the heart, but the kind but a kind word cheers it up. And point number nine, test your heart. And test your heart is verse 20, and it says, Deceit is in the heart of those who plot evil, but those who promote peace have joy. Point number 10 is right work or diligence. And that's in verse 24. Diligent hands will rule, but the laziness ends in uh, forced labor. And in verse uh, number 27, the lazy do not roast any game, but the uh, diligent feed on the riches of the hunt. You see, there's 10 things that God says to you when he says, don't be stupid. He's just not calling you out and calling you stupid. What he's saying is, I want to give you the blueprint for not being stupid. Don't be stupid. Number one, do the right thing. Number two, watch the relationships. Number two, uh, number three, care about the future more than you care about right now. Number four, talk less and do more. Number five, work your land. Number uh, six, talking loud and saying nothing. Speak less, speak at a lower tone have more power and meaning behind your words. Number seven, chill, chill, chill. Number eight, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Number nine, test your heart. And number 10, simply do right work. And see, here we go, and here's the antidote for stupidity, right? And it's very, very simple, and it comes in verse number 28, As I promised you at the beginning, here it comes. In the way of righteousness, there is life. Along that path is immortality. Let me read it again. In the way of righteousness, there is life. Along that path, there is immortality. What is righteousness? It's being right with God. How can you be right with God? By having a communication with him. How can you have communication with him? You ask questions and you listen, you study his word, you study his character, but most of all, you just spend time with him. So what he was saying today is don't be stupid. Then he gives us a blueprint of all the things that cause us to be stupid. And then at the end of the proverb, right now, he gives you the antidote for that stupidity. And it's simply chase after righteousness, which is a right relationship with him. Proverbs 12, 3,000-year-old wisdom that's applicable today in your leadership, your culture, your systems, and in every aspect of your life. And it's amazing because God knew exactly where you were on this exact time, and he knew that there's a message out there for every single one of you. Read the word and then allow the word to read you. Proverbs 12, corresponding proverb, corresponding day, 3,000-year-old wisdom. My name is Kelly Cardenas, and I'm officially off the hot seat. Peace, love, and soul.